0: Okay, but the big surprise. Hey guys, it's Gordy in the Rumpus Room and that means it's time for Woodieear Ear skateboarding. Today we've got Sean Gutsman back as pretty much usual at this point. You out there? Yeah, I'm here.
1: It in the in the bedroom recording, listening to the cat meow at the door.
0: <laughs> See, that's literally something for everybody listed. Like, I deal with fucking constantly over here, Sean. You understand what the fucking barnyard of animals?
1: Oh, oh yeah, because there have been like a few episodes when, like, we're, we're we're you know we're recording an episode, and then my cat just, or we have two cats, one of them just will jump on my lap and just like cuddle up right next to me.
0: See, I have the problem where they want to rub up against the mic.
1: Yeah, or I have one that just likes to chew on the microphone or, like, tries to, so I'm, like, shooing her away. Like, no, don't chew on it right now.
0: (laughs) So we were talking, so everybody listening, we were talking before we hit the record button, I guess we've been kind of doing the same thing without even realizing it. We've been watching a lot of like older footage stuff and not particularly like older footage. I guess it would be old footage right now, but I'm going to take a stab and say you're also watching stuff mostly from like the mid to late nineties, early two thousands. Correct, Sean? Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: That's typically the era. I always, I am drawn to more.
0: So, I have to ask you, and I want everybody listening to let me know about this as well, like what they think. Because I don't know if it's just because I grew up in that time, but there's a particular feeling with watching some of these videos. And, like, for me, a lot of it's with the street videos, and maybe it's the fact that they're all filmed with fisheye lenses and they're all like done at the same like these angles that you don't see anymore but there's something about watching like kickflips and flip tricks that i get this weird feeling that i don't get with any other video it's like specifically this era of skateboarding and it's like it's it's i feel so dumb like trying to describe this thing (laughs) But it's like a nostalgic kind of feeling, like, oh man, I remember that, as if I were there, you know? Yep. And I, Do you get that kind of... I know you're younger than me, so maybe it's different. See,
1: I don't get that feeling, I just get the feeling of just, kind of, it was just way more relaxed. Like, people were just having more fun. Even though I'm against fun, because I'm a elitist, no fun. But I like those older videos because they were just fun. It was just a group of guys recording a video. Not like now, where it's just like, oh, here's a book of tricks and a book of spots that I'm going to go. And it's very, like, you thought of one before. It's just like, okay, we're at Love Park. Oh, wow, this trick happened. And I happened to get it on film.
0: You know, maybe that is what... I'm looking at and kind of feeling because kind of comparing it. They seem a lot more. I mean, obviously like they're still premeditated and whatnot, but they they feel a lot more improved as far as yeah. the skateboarding goes. I don't know. It even comes down to the kind of spots they skate. Like you see a lot of like just fucking parking lots and shit like that.
1: Oh yeah. Where it's just them just in a parking lot doing hard flips over a parking block or over some sort of pole or a cone. And it's like, wow, that looks really cool. Just because it's so simple.
0: Yeah. Like, I guess it kind of reminds me, maybe this is the whole thing with early, not even so much early, but I know they always compare early street skating like this. I guess it's like the layman skateboarding. Yeah. Like, it's the kind of skateboard. Because I know... I think it was you that mentioned it on a previous episode, Sean. That ramp skating just is so far... Like, I don't... Like, the thought process of, well, I don't have a ramp... I don't have access to a ramp, so... I... What do I care about that? Yeah, it's cool, but...
1: Yeah. Was that you? Yeah, I think that was me. Because it was just... You watch guys like that and just like wow it's so far out of my skill range or what i have available where you kind of just like okay this is just a simpler time these are simpler tricks so it's more appealing to for me to watch
0: yeah like it's not so totally foreign to where you can't comprehend it
1: right because i don't think it was vert skating i think i was talking about maybe like technical like super technical street skating okay it was one or, one or the other i don't remember
0: i guess a good comparison for everybody listening would be and i know we've talked about this video quite a bit but i absolutely fucking love it but foundations art bars subtitles and seagulls that's one of the videos that i kind of went went and was watching that gives me this feeling where it's like I, I really don't know how it is because it's like a nostalgic feeling. But like I don't have much of a reason to feel all that nostalgic about it because Art Bars is a video that I found relatively recently. And even still, I think that might have been produced before I was in skateboarding. It was right around that time to where it's like, I I shouldn't have any reason to feel nostalgic about this video. It's like like that... I don't know what it is. Like that era of skateboarding, I guess? I don't fucking know. But um, comparing that to the other day, I was scrolling through Instagram, which I fucking hate that I say that, but... It's one of those things that you know you... thanks to the show and nothing against everybody I've gotten addicted to that kind of thing like looking at Instagram because I'll look at it for the show and then I'll see all this other stuff it's like wow that's so fucking neat and the next thing I know like fucking 20 minutes has gone by <laughs> but I saw this video I think it was Skate Park of Tampa or at least I don't know who else would have put this video out But it was of Nigel Houston, who's fucking insane. Like, let's be honest, the kid's fucking crazy. I don't know really anybody doing shit like him. But the video was filmed, first of all, it was filmed with a drone, which was really fucking cool, like the shots they got and whatnot. But I guess to compare that video compared to, like, something like Art Bars kind of shows you the difference between what I'm talking about as far as feel. And I used to think that it was just, uh, like, high quality like a high definition thing because i used to be of the argument of skate it's skateboarding it shouldn't be fucking filmed in 4k it shouldn't be filmed in even fucking like 720p it should (laughs) you know what i mean
1: yeah forever sony vx
0: and i don't honestly believe that it's the fucking format that affects it Or at least I don't want to believe that that's what affects it, you know? Right. They're just feeling too much like movies, I guess. I don't know. I I, honestly, I don't know what it is. So if anybody could help me describe what the hell or like if you watch any video, it doesn't have to be a video from this era. But if you watch any video that kind of gives you that feeling, let me like kind of let us know, because I really want to figure out this because it's really like it's like addictive to the point where it's like it makes me want to go out and skateboard sometimes and sean i know i'm ranting i'm sorry
1: (laughs) no you're fine
0: but it makes me want like i get this feeling watching these videos and then it makes me want to go skateboard and then i'll go skateboard and i don't get that feeling skateboarding it's like man like something's different And I don't know because I used to get that feeling skateboarding, and I see like images and videos, and it's like, that's still there. So, what am I missing? That's what I want everybody to tell me is what am I missing?
1: Yeah, I kind of feel the same way just because I don't really watch new skate parts, but when I do, it just seems, they just seem kind of boring, honestly. Like, even I watch like raw cuts of them just. At a spot, trying a trick over and over again, and it's just like, eh. But then I go back and watch Chad Muska fulfilling the dream, and I'm like hyped. I'm like, I want to go skate now. I want to be the Muska.
0: It's funny you say that because I literally have that up on the screen right now. (laughs) (laughs) But and I don't even know if for me, boring's the right word because as we've mentioned oh fuck this would be like 30 episodes ago or some shit like that but i absolutely like milton martinez's video that he put out at like the end of last year the beginning of this year whenever the hell it was it was fucking batshit crazy nothing like i'd ever seen before in my life and that's probably one of the best skateboarding videos that i've seen in oh yeah probably ever and maybe forever i don't know but i just i can't figure this out like, I want that feeling again when I skateboard. And maybe it is just like a dumb nostalgia thing and like you constantly chasing something that never really existed, you know? Right. But enough about me like just fucking going off on stupid ass shit. Sean, you were talking about you were watching very specific videos, correct? Yes.
1: So, because I've been watching, well, watching your Tony Hawk Underground 2 live streams. And there's a specific pl- level at the end of that game called Skatopia. And it got me thinking about Skatopia again, which is a place I haven't thought about probably since early high school. So I went back and uh, was watching some recent footage of that place. And that place is still gnarly. I even watched a Vice interview with Bruce talking about Everything I guess the sun's taken over it now, and they're still putting that place is still very much relevant. And then they're still going and still building ramps.
0: Well, I couldn't expect them to stop. No, probably like
1: because I saw footage of stuff from when I was in high school, and it kind of was like dying out. Like the bull bash, there's maybe. 50 people there, 50 to 100. So that's still pretty good turnout. But then there was a true life episode on MTV when I think it was from like 2003. So this wasn't when skateboarding was really mainstream and big. And there was like 1,500 people there, like crazy. And they're setting cars on fire. They're still doing that, but it's just they're not setting random strangers' cars on fire anymore, which I guess is a good thing. And they're trying to turn it around to to make it a little bit more more on the sun. He's actually trying to turn it into more of a not just focused on skateboarding, where he's getting more like um like philosophers, and he wants to open up a library on the on the property and all of that stuff. So they're actually trying to do some pretty cool stuff there, and. Maybe in the future, which would be really rad. But if it happens, that happens, a uh, smut skateboard road trip video to Skatopia—that would be cool. Well,
0: well, I guess everybody already knows where we <laughs> are, like right out, right outside of Chicago. But Skatopia is not very far away from us, is it not?
1: No, I think because I looked it up, it's in Ohio. It's uh, a. F- four hour drive from us.
0: That's not a bad idea. We can do a little video for the show.
1: Right. what in your ear live at Skatopia.
0: That was actually an original plan I wanted to do with the Twitch for everybody listening. Was to do some like live streams at Street Spots and whatnot. It was just figuring out how to make it work and whatnot. And I didn't want to do like some stupid fucking like video blog thing. I think that's a dumb idea.
1: So you're telling me you don't want to do a day in the lives of Gordy and what in your ear?
0: No, because I don't think there'd be anything worth to say.
1: Yeah, that. don't get me started on. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about skateboard YouTubers or skateboard vloggers. I really don't.
0: There's skateboard vloggers.
1: Yeah, there they're are. not.
0: They're not vloggers who happen to skateboard. They're like, that's their brand is.
1: Yeah. That That's their thing.
0: What? Like, Tell me a little bit. I was going to ask you some more stuff about Skatopia, but you opened up a whole fucking <laughs> can of worms here.
1: Yeah, they're pretty much a... a gr- there's, a, you know, like you have... But, but that's their thing. It's like, I'm a skateboarder and I'm a vlogger. So it's them just doing daily vlogs and things like that. And they're just like, oh, here's... How- And they're doing really stupid topics. Like, one of them was 10 ways not to unlearn mall grabbing. It's, no.
0: I think I have a topic for our next episode. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Honestly, though, Sean, because that's how I feel about this show sometimes, is it's like, I probably am the biggest fucking jackass in the world, you know?
1: I won't go that far,
0: but yeah, like this is a thing. Like they're putting out like top 10 favorite.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like one of them. And I found him just because he did a video talking about like Tony Hawk pro skater and it came up. So I watched it. The title of the video was called "How how Tony Hawk pro skater ruined hard flips.
0: Well, how did it ruin hard flips? Give me a... Well,
1: because apparently what they did was they just... And I'm talking, like, this isn't the newer games. I'm talking these are, like, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 through 4. So it's, like, the first four games. Because they reused one of the animations for... Like, it's the same animation. I think it's at the... Uh, I can't think of the name of the trick. I want to say Frontside 360 or Pop Shove It. Yeah, it was a pop-shove-it. They reused the same animation for a hard flip and a pop-shove-it. They just kind of tweaked it a little bit. And he made, like, a 20-minute video on how that ruined skateboarding. How that one little... How those three frames from a video game completely ruined skateboarding for him.
0: Wow. Here, I thought I had strong opinions on stuff that doesn't matter.
1: He was like, he's like, it ruined it. He's like, I had because I would be playing a game of skate with my friends. They would do a pop shove it and call it a hard flip, all because of Tony Hawk Pro Skater. It's like, wow, dude, you need to take a step back and kind—I of, don't want to say reevaluate, but you need to realize like that game was made in 1999. He really didn't have the technology to really perfect a. Hard flip animation back then. I think they were just focused on trying to make it the game somewhat playable.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, that's the thing. It was a shit ton of. I, I'm like arguing against someone that I don't even know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's like, hey, these guys worked really fucking hard.
1: They worked really hard, made, like, a game that, I don't want to say def find a generation, but was very, you know, is held in very high regard as a very great game. And you're gonna nitpick these three frames. Three frames of animation. And I can't remember. There was another I can't, I really wish I wrote it down. Really awful clickbaity title. And it had like nothing to do with... Oh, something about, like, scooters. Like, does scooters really ruin skateboarding? And he went on, like, a 15-minute tangent, talking about how scooters aren't that bad.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I don't know, because that's how I feel, again, like, that's how I feel about this show, and especially with the Twitch streaming, because it's, like, it's teetering that line on deep down and everybody li- everybody listening like feel free to make fun of me for this but deep down i i do wholeheartedly want to put out good quality radio and good quality content and i know everybody is like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> because like no like and you you understand Sean this show sure. it's the show isn't built to sustain good quality radio or content the twitch streams they aren't designed for quality content and that's why I like i got i know i bring it up all the time with the book that's why i want to separate the book from the show as far as all as far as tone and everything goes you know right because again deep down there is a like a part of me that wants to make quality radio i'm not saying that i don't love making this show not saying that i think that this show is bad it's just you know we talk about fucking poop and shit ha 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 you know what i mean yeah and i feel like i feel like i'm one step I feel like we're one step away from these bloggers sometimes. And it's like, God, I do not want to fucking cross that line, you know? Because that's when it's too far.
1: No, when we start doing top ten lists and start titling shows really stupid titles like, did uh, Andrew Reynolds really ruin Baker? Or things like that, just to get the sweet, sweet views or listens, that's when I think uh, some questioning should be arranged. But I think we're on the right track. We don't have to worry about that.
0: I oh, don't know. It's not that fun. I, <laughs> <laughs> I got to stop myself right here. So, everybody listening, there is a big fun. So, let me first kind of, because I've gotten a couple questions about it the last few weeks. And no, there haven't been any streams in, I think, about a month now. And I want everybody to know there... It's not so much that there's a reason for that. It's just... There's a lot of things that have been going into the show and a lot of projects as far as like the show, the book, and whatnot, and all this jazz, that the streams have been kind of put on hold. And it's not that I don't want to do them. I actually love them. The other day... I was actually thinking maybe I'd have time and I was checking out some games. I was thinking about playing 720 on the stream, which maybe will, will hit once things start to clear up because there's a lot of skateboarding games I want to play. But back to where I was going as far as us making shitty content, and even though I don't want to make shitty content, there's this one particular surprise that I've been planning for everybody. And I really hope that everybody loves this thing. I really fucking hope. Because it's going to be... I know it's going to be a fucking blast to make. I know it's going to be a blast to fucking go through and record. It's just going to be so much fucking fun for me and hopefully everybody else involved. If not, I'm going to have a shit ton of fun doing it. Sean, I don't believe I mentioned it to you. Because I've only talked... I think I've only actually like gone in detail with Spencer about this idea... But if not, I'll talk to you after the thing, because I might need your help with this. But everybody listening, there's going to be, I guess, a a little saga. There's going to be a saga of Wood in Your Ear coming up soon. And promise me when I say, even though it's not going to be the amazing radio that... I dream of making or that other shows like I know cabbage makes fucking amazing radio. I promise this is going to be one hell of a fucking ride and you're going to love it.
1: Yeah, I'm excited now. I've yeah, I'm I'm not in the loop on
0: this, so I've been putting in a weird amount of hours for what it's actually going to turn into, but it's going to be fucking amazing i wish i could talk about more i really wish i could talk more about it and i to give everybody a time frame because we might not talk about this until it fucking comes up like one tuesday and you're like what the fuck is that and then you listen to it and then it's amazing (laughs) but to give everybody a time frame i'm looking at september for the release of this saga.
1: I was gonna say, like, I have Tony Hawk Pro Skater remake to look forward to in September, along with the Wood in Your Ear saga. So September's gonna be a good month.
0: Oh shit, and yeah, that to let everybody know, no, it's not going to be a live stream of Tony Hawk Pro Skater remake. Although that's probably going to happen, that's not this big fucking project. <laughs> and before we go on any further with that, I think that's a good time to like zip up that topic because I, I I'm talking about stuff that nobody knows about. So what's the fucking point? Nobody wants right. to listen to that. We're going to take a quick break. Okay. Did you guys miss us? I, I did. Well, you were here.
1: But I missed them.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I missed (laughs) them, too. It was very nice. There was another thing you brought up when you were talking about videos we were watching.
1: Yeah, so... It recently came up... Well, not this is not recently. Speaking of clickbaity titles. But... So, as I'm watching these old videos earlier today, and... One of it was from TMZ's YouTube channel. This was probably released 2008-2009 of Chad Muska getting arrested because he was out drinking one night, completely drunk, and he was breaking windows of the store, and when the security guard came up to confront him, he wrote, he, and of course he was being all belligerent and drunk. He stood up on a trash can and wrote the muska on the glass of the store, and was later arrested and then was arrested. And he came out with an apology video. So he is probably the founder of YouTube apology videos, of how how he's sorry to his fans and to his supporters, and uh to the sponsors and everybody else wow this is in like windows movie maker yellow tint fucking urine filter (laughs) and watching this video i was like oh my god like chad muska is the is like He's like the first guy to do a lot in skateboarding, but he's also the first guy to come to... He started YouTube apology videos. And I'm skateboard sorry? vloggers. So what? That's just me going on a goofy rant.
0: Is there an apology video of Chad Muska?
1: Yeah. Yeah. He apologized for it, and it's on YouTube. It's an apology video.
0: But is it like... What we today know as an apology video.
1: Yes. Yes, it is what we today would consider an apology video.
0: That's kind of funny.
1: Oh, yeah, I was cracking up. I was laughing because I I completely forgot about it. And especially like watching his interviews now, like you wouldn't really expect it from him.
0: No, he seems like calm, cool and collected.
1: Oh, yeah, like, this was, like, when he was riding for Element, too. So he had his long hair and this really scraggly, like, goatee beard going on. And that's another one of my favorite video parts, is that uh, Element video with Chad Muska's part in it when Niger Houston still had dreads and was a fetus.
0: Hey, he you- was fucking that's the thing though Nigel Houston has always been fucking insane
1: oh yeah like i much I I don't know like don't get me wrong like whenever I see uh, like I don't actively seek out Nigel Houston clips but when I do see him, I'm like wow that's really rad like oh my god I can't believe he did that but if I do look him up I'm always watching his older stuff with him, where you know, with the dreads, and he's like ten doing these gnarly rail tricks. I was just like, dude, that like, I don't know, just it's mind blowing that he can be that consistent for this amount of years.
0: Oh, I just looked up this TMZ thing, so. Yeah, this is kind of fucking crazy. I took it when I heard you tell the story as like him just being arrested for, you know, doing skateboard stuff.
1: No. He was being belligerent.
0: Yeah, apparently like racial stuff was thrown out.
1: Oh, Oh, yeah. Like it was it was real bad.
0: Yeah, I didn't know anything about all this. Wow. Yeah, I don't even know what to say about all that. I feel like I gotta do a bunch of research before I go any further.
1: Yeah, like, uh, I really wish I could remember, like, all the details on it. Just because, like, it was one of those things where you see the thumbnail, and you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that video.
0: You know a weird thing that I've noticed... And I guess not so much that I noticed. It's just, of course, this is a thing. I don't know why I didn't think it wouldn't be. But at the U.S. Olympics Training Center, they have a fucking skate park now. Okay. That—that's kind of the whole story. That's all oh, I to say. No, I just, just read. <laughs> no, that's just, rad. that's, that's a, rad. That's a thing that I saw, and apparently, I didn't know this. And maybe I'm reading into it wrong because I'm comparing it to the way that, like, cycling works. So there's a national champion in skateboarding. Are you aware of this? Is anybody aware of this? I'm not aware of it. Yes, there are U.S. national champions in skateboarding, at least as far as, I think it's... Skate park of Tampa. I saw it on. Because I saw this guy doing this really fucking cool kickflip eggplant at the barracks, I think it was. And the shit was fucking insane. Don't get me. Like, kickflip egg, eggplants in general are fucking crazy. But. I feel shitty not remembering the guy's name. It's a newer kid, I believe. He's probably not. He's been around forever for all I know. But after his thing, it said, like, U.S. his, like, title was U.S. National Park Champion. So is that a thing in skate? Like, is there a skateboard, like, an organizing body for skateboarding now? Is that a thing?
1: I would assume so if they have something like that.
0: Like, would that be the street league? Are they, in it? are they the organizing body? See, I don't know. Because skateboarding is so, because how do you even
1: pick people for an event like the Olympics in skateboarding? Because there's so many different things that go on. Like you have so many different contests that aren't, Connected by any one overseeing body, it's just okay. Etnies is doing a competition. Okay, it's an Etnies competition or uh, street league is doing a competition. It's a street league contest. So I don't, I don't know.
0: Well, is that the next step? Is we're going to start seeing like skateboarding leagues? I would
1: assume so.
0: And then. Because apparently, and everybody correct me if I'm wrong, and by correct me if I'm wrong, I mean just correct me, because I'm probably very clearly wrong. Because I imagine that that there must be one right now, because apparently there's like national championships that go on, and, and I would have to guess that obviously there's different disciplines, but... There would be your, like, park one, there'd be your ramp skating, maybe, like, Big Air would be another one.
1: Yeah, I don't know, because from what I've heard from the Olympics, they're only really focusing on, like, street events, like, park events. Yeah. not doing, like, any Ferd or Big Air stuff, which is really kind of lame, I think, because that's, to me, especially Big Air, I think that's way more interesting to watch than... You know, a bunch of guys do uh, kick flips and 50 50s on handrail. It's still rad, but I'd much rather watch Bob Burnquist launch through the air.
0: Well, and how, like, what all park events would you have? Like, I,
1: this is the weird thing about skateboarding being in the Olympics, Is just because there's so many, I don't want to say different ways, because so you have your, you know, big air, your vert, and your street. But each one of those could be literally be an Olympic event on its own. So how would you, I guess, pick? Other than probably popularity. Just like, okay, street's more popular than vert is. So we have to do a street-style contest.
0: Wow. So, not to kind of derail you... But, USA Skateboarding appears to be the organizing body behind all of this. And yeah, they're basically the governing body that looks like they came up as far, pretty much just for the Olympics. Somebody formed this thing.
1: Oh, God. Now we're officially a sport. No!
0: Oh, no, it's been like... That's the thing, skateboarding. It's like the... But yeah, they wholeheartedly host national championships.
1: Wow. Because just in my mind, I, like when I think of like the Olympic organizers like sitting down and going, okay, we're adding skateboarding to the Olympics. What do we do? And just one of them just pulls out his phone and just looks up, popular skateboarders and just goes we're having these guys this is the uh, our Olympic team thank you and that's it
0: yeah and to give you an idea as far as who not so much who but like what are the disciplines rather that you could be the national champion in you have men's and women's for both of these but there's street and park Okay, And I'm kind of confused because there doesn't seem to be at least on this page that I'm looking at for like the USA skateboarding page I don't seem to see anywhere about who is the current national champion unless I'm like
1: the only one who I know is, like, a confirmed pick for the Olympics is Andy Anderson for Canada. Like, he's the only one I know. They're just like, yes, he's going to represent Canada. He's, like, the only confirmed one that I know.
0: Wow, this goes so fucking deep. How did I not know anything about this? They got all this stuff about the Tokyo 2020 games and how they selected who they got. And like the national team is selected based on the world skateboard rankings from worldskate.org. So there's like rankings. And how like here's the thing. So like how do you get in these like rankings and whatnot? And it's kind of like for a bunch of different disciplines. I got skateboarding, speed skating, inline Alpine, inline downhill, inline freestyle, freestyle, skater cross. Which have you seen skater cross?
1: I have not.
0: We're going to talk about that on next episode. (laughs) Because we're actually running short on time right now. And I don't want to leave this topic behind. I can't find anything about the, but yeah, this is like official fucking shit.
1: Yeah, like that's wild that they have. I don't know, like there's like so many, like so many layers to this now that like I'm, genuinely like curious on what it is.
0: So, coming from like so, me particularly road cycling, but like they do it in mountain biking too because it's all the. USA Cycling that deals with it and the UCI and whatnot. so is the national champion for skateboarding gonna get like a fucking the national champion shirt or something or they'll have the national champion beanie that 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 they that they get to wear all year until someone like until the next year and somebody takes their title so then they get the national beanie cause honestly like that'd be fucking
1: cool yeah, it would be. No, or it'd be even better if they made it like a thing of like wax or something really just goofy. Like instead of a beanie, it'll be like, here's this golden wheel.
0: Yeah, well, it has to be something <laughs> either on their board, on their board or like on their person so like everywhere like everything that they skate in, people recognize that's the fucking national champion. Yeah. And yeah. Is, does that mean that we're going to reach a point to where there's a world championship? There would have to be. And I guess to kind of give you... Would you like to know the 2020 USA Skateboarding National Teams?
1: Yes, because I'm genuinely curious on who it is.
0: So as far as we got here, we got Minestess, Bryce Wetstein, Ariana Kimona... Brighton Zuner, Mariah Duran, Jordan Santana, Elena Smith, Lacey Baker, Samaria Bravard or Brevard. I'm sorry I'm sorry if I'm ruining everybody's <laughs> names. and I don't want this to sound like a joke. I'm just like, hey, you guys, this is a big fucking deal and that's red. Ale- Alexis Sublone, Jordan Barrett, Nigel Houston. Jaeger Eaton, Deshaun Jordan, Tristan Rene, Renee, Tom Skiar. Oh, this one. I feel really bad, man, because I know I'm going to get this wrong. Jaimana Reynolds, Morio McCoy, Zion Wright, Croy Juno, Alex Sorgente, or Sorgente, Jamie Foy, and, oh, that's it.
1: Wow, like, I have to look a lot of those guys up. Like, I don't, I've never heard of them. The only two that really stand out is Jamie Foy and Nigel Houston.
0: Well, I know Tom Scar, or Scar, is fucking insane. He's one of those little kids who was in the little kid flip video, if I remember correctly. Okay. I mean, he's not no little kid anymore. Right. But, yeah, they have fucking, like, USA skateboarding hoodies. That seems to be the thing. So the national champion, it looks like they're going to have the national champion hoodie while everybody else just has the USA skateboarding hoodie. But I do like the names that I recognize. It's like, yeah, these guys are fucking crazy. It's not like it's not who I would pick to be. But I mean, it's like, I don't know how this whole, I don't know anything about how this is all set up. So this could turn into a whole fucking thing. If you guys want to hear me after I do some research and Sean, we I'll bring you back. If you want, if everybody wants to hear Sean, and we can kind of go about what we think about all this. Cause this is the first I've ever seen any of this is during this recording.
1: All right. This is like the first I've ever heard of it. Like other than just the little clips or clips here and there that I've seen.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I guess with that, I'm going to be that asshole and call it time. (laughs) But yeah, guys, I mean, this is like, please let us know. Because this is really fucking cool. And we'll talk about Skater Cross as well. Because that's a whole thing I want to get into. I'm working on that big ass surprise for everybody. Got books coming good. We got actually fun announcement before we leave. So there are T-shirts and long sleeve shirts now available. I'm going to have the link down in the description, but they're now available in the U.S. of a. Woo. I mean, there are no USA skateboarding national team hoodies, but we got hoodies coming.
1: Next thing you know, this be nice. you'll be seeing Niger, Niger Houston wearing a wood-in-your-ear hoodie on the U.S. Olympic stage.
0: No, because he'd have to wear his team hoodie.
1: Oh, his team hoodie? Well, that'll be their team hoodies. It'll be under <laughs> your podcast with a USA little, you know, USA skateboarding logo on like, this, on, like, the arm.
0: It'll have the sleeve. Yes. Like, the American flag sleeve. But I guess with that, we're going to kind of wrap everything up here. You guys do know that we, like, your feedback means so much to us to be personally. I love to hear what everybody has to say. So please leave a review on iTunes or whatever your preferred player is or tell your friends or just plain Let me know that you love the show or if you hate it, let me know that too. Like, let me know what you hate. I don't care. I'm a man. I think I can tough it out. Maybe we'll find out. But yeah, like let us know what you think of the show. Let us know what you want to hear. You can find us at Wooden Your Ear Skate Wooden Your Ear Podcast anywhere you find your podcast. Any like we're on Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz. Sean, where can everybody get a hold of you if they want to get a hold of you?
1: I mean, pretty much just Google it and you'll find us. So, and you are small skateboarding at <laughs> gmail.com
0: you gotta remember this might be somebody's first time listening to the show they might not know who you're affiliated with
1: oh uh, true true yeah in fact
0: i hope nobody listens to the first couple episodes and they start with this one instead
1: or no they should start with Fortnite the movie
0: i'd be okay with that <laughs> give them hell